You're listening to a Roddenberry Podcast. I'm Roberto Lewis, and this is your Sci-Fi 5, five minutes of science fiction history for May 3rd. George Powell brought us films like War of the Worlds, Tom Thumb, and The Time Machine, but not all of his films have such an enduring legacy. Atlantis, The Lost Continent, one of Powell's lesser-known works, premiered 71 years ago today. If you're a Sci-Fi 5 subscriber, you might recognize that name. The innovative Hungarian was one of the top genre film directors of the 50s and 60s, thanks in large part to his eye for special effects and skills in stop-motion animation. Powell began work on Atlantis fresh off of 1960's The Time Machine. The film was meant to piggyback off the recent success of sword and sandal films like Ben-Hur and Hercules, with Powell's special effects bringing a mythical Atlantis to life. Unfortunately, its production was hamstrung by a tight budget and a screenwriter's strike that prevented the script from being polished or rewritten on set. Sacrifices had to be made. Costumes, music, and even footage were all liberally borrowed from other films. Props and costumes came from productions ranging from Ben-Hur to Forbidden Planet. Makeup came in part from the Time Machine's leftovers, resulting in Neptune, God of the Sea, appearing painted Morlock blue. Even the film's score was cribbed from the Time Machine. The most noticeable shortcut, though, was reused footage. Some of the shots, such as a volcanic eruption, were also pulled from the Time Machine. More notable, though, was footage from MGM's other historical epics. Atlantis famously reuses scenes from Nero's Burning of Rome in 1951's Quo Vadis, an incredibly well-known Oscar-nominated movie. Audiences picked up on this immediately, with one viewer saying his favorite scene in Atlantis was when Robert Taylor, the star of Quo Vadis, rescued Deborah Kerr from the fire. Of course, Atlantis The Lost Continent isn't the only sci-fi film guilty of using stock footage. Learn more after this. Hi, Dr. Phil Flocks, also known as John Billingsley, speaking. I am the president of the board of the Hollywood Food Coalition. We serve terrific multi-course meals to the unhoused and to those in need seven nights a week. We assist as many as 100 nonprofits with their food needs, buttressing extraordinary social service programs. We work with community partners to address issues of food insecurity here in SoCal. We do lots of other great stuff, but how much time do we have? If you're in L.A., come and volunteer with us at hofoco.org slash volunteer. And any Federation credits you can spare go a long way. Born on this day in 1933, actor Alex Cord, who starred in Airwolf, as well as appearing in Gene Roddenberry's first post-Star Trek TV project, Genesis 2. There are all sorts of reasons why a genre film might need to use stock footage or reuse another movie's special effects. Sometimes, like in Atlantis The Lost Continent, it's to save some cash. You can see this in Star Trek Generations, which borrows a shot of an exploding Klingon bird of prey from the undiscovered country. Other times, it's just not feasible to create an elaborate scene for a single moment in a movie. Rather than building a Napoleon-era battle, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure reuses shots from War and Peace. And sometimes, it's just the weather. 
the original theatrical cut of Blade Runner ended with an escape into the mountains. It was cloudy when they filmed the scene, though, so director Ridley Scott borrowed unused helicopter footage from the opening shot of The Shining. Reused footage can invite unexpected controversy, though, and not just from nitpicky fans. A shot from 2018's Bird Box was eventually removed after it came to light that it was actual footage of the aftermath of a train accident that killed nearly 50 people. This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5 for May 3rd. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment, executive producer Rod Roddenberry. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.